Welcome, everybody, to Pay or Request, the podcast where Joe and I invite an exciting friend of ours onto the show, and we uh, comb their Venmo. We comb around, poke around, see what sort of juicy stuff we can find. I am one of your hosts. My name is Matt Hobby. And I'm Joe Schappa. And we are so excited for our guest today. He's an old friend, but he is having a star turn in the HBO Max new show, Minx. Oscar Montoya is with us today. We have a great conversation. Nautical jackets. Yes, colorful jackets. We talk about Oscar's um, first commercial in in show business. And um, we also poke around in uh, what it's like to get styled for a premiere. Um, Yes. But first, Joe, you had something you wanted to tell me. Real quick. Um, vacation. What do you think about it? Paying for it, doing it. Yeah. Vacation. It's coming um, up. It's a little bit of a, a hot, hot topic. It's a hot topic. House. It's a hot topic in our family right now. We, um, agreed to go on a vacation that is incredibly difficult to get to. Um, now, you know what, actually <laughs> this leads me to a good thing though, Joe, which is, uh, so if we were to try to go on this vacation, the cost of getting there would have been double the cost of the vacation itself, right? So when you think about like, oh, I'm going to plan a vacation, we're going to rent a house, it'll cost X or Y or Z. But getting there is the thing. We found out that getting there was going to cost us twice as much as the thing because we would have to fly, right? As a, We would have to buy three tickets. We're five people, but we have two that can sit in the lap. We would have to fly to a mm-hmm. location near the vacation, Albany, right. New York. From Los Angeles, we had to fly to Albany, New York, and then we were going to have to rent a car and additionally rent car seats for the car, right? Because right. we can't have five suitcases, three cars. Like, I can't, we can't possibly carry that with also the children. So we were going to, uh, it was then going to be the cost of a car rental, car seat rental, and then all of that in reverse. It was going to be it was going to be so much money. But here's what we did. We leaned on our families. <laughs> are they paying for some of it? There's some people no, there's some people who are driving and so we figured out how we can fit everybody in cars, right? That that basically right. eliminated the car rental thing. And what we did was so Mary and I have a strategy where just about everything goes on a credit card that we pay off every month, right? Okay, great. And we have a credit card that has really good points. And so um, we don't use our points very often. We just really kind of have been in an accumulation phase, especially through COVID with no travel. Um, And so those rewards points had sort of built up to the place where we were like, we can use our points to cover the travel cost of this trip. And that will make it so that we can go, basically. So that would be this. That's a, that's like the good thing is the strategy of like if you can pay that all your so bills every work. month. But then when you get there, there's no childcare for you to. Is there childcare when you get there? Like, is no, there? No, no. no. So you I mean, are essentially doing the same thing you're doing here. I guess this is the thing that Brandy and I brought up, and she's right. So we're not going on this normal. Normally in the summer we go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, with a bunch of other families and we split it. And these are families that Brandy has been going on trips with for years. They Mm -hmm. know each other. My wife used to run a a camp. These are people that used to work also work at the camp. So this year we're not going for a myriad of reasons and we're trying to find another place. It's sort of become a come on me because 
Um, she usually finds a place. I think it would be smart if we sort of, I also explored that. I have not planned a vacation in the 15 years that we've been together. It's sort of been a, <laughs> So you're, you're, it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience, which is probably very frustrating for my wife. And Right, right. Because uh, she upsetting. knows all the things she, she should, oh, she knows all and the then, filters. She knows yeah, what to Yeah, and then when you go there and you're by. like, isn't this great? And she's like, what are you even looking at? I mean, I, right, this is right. what you I thought fool. would happen. You fool. What are, yes. Why are you on right. this off-brand VRBO site? To be honest, we haven't really ever, you know, had the money to go on a vacation vacation. Sure. So as time has gone on, I, I feel like we could probably swing it. Um, it's just hard to plan. Uh, yep. It's hard to find time. It's already too late in a yep. way. It's some for some places. Like you got to do it a year in advance, yep. which I knew going in. Um, so um, you know, it's just then you'll end up paying more. And I just right. what is the? I guess so gotta, looking you at your got, budget. So you, so you got a house in Newark. You're going to Newark. I go to Newark. Yep. It's just a quick. Uh, it's just a quick New Jersey transit trip yeah, there. Just, yeah, it's, and then you're you're staying at the airport. You're staying at the hotel by the airport. <laughs> yes, yes. The Hilton <laughs> by got the New York conference airport. rooms. Becca can go run around a conference room. Conference room. We just rented a conference room. Really, we just didn't do <laughs> we're camping no, in but a conference room. It's hard to be like, well, we're going to go on a vacation where we're just replicating the situation where we're all in our apartment again. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Like you're kind of the reason I asked about childcare is because you'll go there, and your kids don't even quite have each other yet. In, no, a, in a weird way no, where they can not. like Ernie or Lyle or, or Roxy and you don't mind me using their names. No, of course not. Uh, but they can't all play together. Or no, like no, there's no, I mean, there will be other um, cousins well, there true, that they can true. play with, but they still are at an age where they require supervision. Like you're not just going to be like, okay, go swim in the lake. You know what no, I mean? Like, no, no. At that age. So, yeah. Or like go down to the docks and go fishing by yourself or whatever. No, so I do. I think that is, I don't know. It's just hard. And like, I think that's why people go to Disney World or go on a cruise because it's all inclusive and it's like there's activities and things like that. You can't really go to, I don't know. You're just kind yeah, of but you, I mean, you pay for that convenience. You know, you pay for that inclusiveness. I think like that's true. You know, it's Disney is a big trip. I mean, that's a big, big trip. My is my, it a ten thousand dollar trip for some people? Would you? Say? I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. between hotels, food, travel. Yeah, yeah. And the parks, I mean, the parks are not cheap and the food in the parks is not cheap. You know, it's like you really got to, you, you, you got to spend. I mean, may, 10, 10 seems maybe high, but I feel like I just don't, depending I, on where you're flying from, you know, and how many true. people you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, if you have a big family and I, I, my families aren't like the big, you know, I, I think your wife's family and I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak for your family, but it seems like your wife's family likes all hanging out to each other with each other. Like yeah, they definitely. all like, I mean, they're like, they like it's like a family reunion. You know, I think that's, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. there's a difference between a vacation and a family trip. And these are family trips, which is like, yeah, we're going to go see our family. It's, it, we're making memories, right? We're like, get, we're building the bonds between these cousins. And, and of course, like it's enjoyable for like, once all the kids are in bed and, and we all are up having, having drinks and having, Oh yeah, di- yeah, like yeah. late dinners. It's like that's that's really enjoyable and and lovely and wonderful. It's just the the management of the kids during the day is like it's not relaxing, but it was never going to be relaxing. It wasn't going to be relaxing here. I think when so, you have kids, it's not relaxing. It's not like, and I'm not being crude, but like when you go on a a trip, it's like lots of sensual time on a true vacation, and then you know what I'm saying drinking. And when I say sensual, I mean like you want to go on a vacation and like get rowdy in in whatever that means for you as a couple 
when you're by yourselves. <laughs> yes. I mean that people like to have sex on a vacation and like go yes. drinking oh, and dancing and, ex- get, and go get, for hikes. Digging in. There we go, Joe. This is the NS. Raw you know dogging what? Should, it, as we say later. We should say that the uh, interview with Oscar does get a little NSFW. Um, a little bit. Just keep it on headphones, or if you got kids in the car, you know, maybe uh, take it down. Well, I mean, maybe this a is a little bit. too late because Joe already started talking about sensual. Sensual. All right. Well, let's get to talking to Oscar. We've been <laughs> chatting. About yes, the case we are well. going to have I'll, a great conversation. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll, I'll report I, back as to what we decide. But yeah, go ahead, Matt. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we have this great conversation with Oscar coming up right after this word from our new sponsor. Summer will be here before we know it. And summer for our family means heading to the beach. You can't get enough of the beach, right, Matt? (laughs) No, we live in L.A., so we are all about hitting the sand and surf. One of the hardest things about being on the beach is looking for a place to eat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can have cheese sandwiches rotting in the sun or pay a million dollars for chicken fingers on the boardwalk. Well, we want to introduce you to Atlantia the first food service that brings you entrees from the best restaurants in the lost city of Atlantis. But Joe, I thought Atlantis was a myth. So did I. But it has been found recently to be very real and the mer people easily exploited for profit. And also the food is out of this world. And by world, we mean the sea. So simply download the Atlantia app on your phone and find what you want to eat. Choose from hundreds of Atlantis's coolest restaurants and eat food like raw urchin, raw whale, raw crab, and cooked merperson tail. Wait, no dolphin? Dolphins are vehicles in their world, Matt. Oh. And speaking of dolphins, your food will arrive via dolphin in less than 30 minutes. A merperson will walk out of the ocean with their fish eyes locked on your family and quietly drop off your food. They are not to bother you with their labor woes. Atlantia App's interim CEO, King Phylos, wants you to know that the labor disputes between the delivery people and Atlantia LLC is currently being resolved. He is listening to the laborers' demands and strongly considering them. Remember, it is an honor to work for lower wages, which gives a mer person more freedom and flexibility to ride their dolphin for fun. If the mer people, who are labeled contractors for their benefit, FYI, if they unionize, then they will have to raise prices on raw urchin and crab. And a more expensive day at the beach is the last thing you want. If you see any mer people plotting to unionize, please take a picture and send it directly to the Atlantia app. They are tracking down who is trying to make your day at the beach pricier. And if you use the code PAYERREQUEST today, then you'll get 15% off your first order. Atlantia. Beach food doesn't have to be boring or unionized. Oscar Montoya, thank you so much for joining us here on Payer Request. Thanks for being here, bud. Yay! Thanks for having me. Oh, totally. Now, Oscar, of course, on the new HBO Max show, Minx. Yes. The amazing HBO Max show, Minx. Now, Oscar, as you know, this is a podcast entirely about money. So money. We're going to kick it off with a question. Just a what, how much did you make last you year? The- how much did you make last year? <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. How much did you make and how much did you declare? First question. How much did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. So, uh, Oscar, are you a are you a save it all person or are you a spend it all person? I'm a save it all person. Um, I'm I'm very uh, uh, cheap. <laughs> I, I I just I just had no money for so long. That like uh-huh. I am so scared of losing all of it. Um, I recently, you know, uh, I have like a financial advisor, which is a, a luxury 
that I have right now. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Uh, but it, they're would just you like, describe it as a business manager or like a financial, just someone that can direct you to where you should put your money? Um, yes, both, both, both okay, which okay. is like a Great. very ooh-la-la, fancy, schmancy sort of thing. Um, and they're just like, you know, you can you can go on vacations if you want. You, you have the money to like buy stuff. And I'm like, nope. No, no, I'm just going to save it all because <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> a no, rainy no. day is about to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, when yeah. you have I, no money for so long, it's really hard to to let it go. Like Absolutely. When you have money and you want to spend $30 on something, even like a book that might – it's really hard to let the money go. And I think that's uh, – yeah, Joe knows I, I this about me. I, I'm, 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 I'm the same way. I'm so, so cheap. Like I will. There is no amount of uh, inconvenience that I will not take on to save a few dollars. But to your, to your point, Matt, <laughs> I think you end up taking on your value of money trumps your time, right? So a hundred percent. Yes, for I do Oscar, not find my. I do not believe my time to be as valuable as. The money mm. that you're saving. Mm. So maybe I'll ask Oscar this, but uh, for an example, Matt thought maybe he'd edit all of these episodes yeah. of our show that come out weekly. Matt, so oh I my said, god, Matt, oh my part of god. running part of running a small business, which is not, which is kind of what you do when you have a podcast, I guess, Absolute, is you yeah, hire people right. to do yeah. other things for you. So we have a, a wonderful Joe Leonardo is our editor, but do you? Do you what do you value more your time or your like would you spend money so you can do things more things yes or like do you if do I don't know how to help? yeah no it, it, listen if I, if I can't I mean just oof I just got anxiety after like the thought of Matt <laughs> editing a <laughs> oof lord if I'm not good at it I'm like that's where the money's going like you yeah, know what I mean course. I oh, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. how to edit put together a podcast oh lord no 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 there's people who who are good at it and yeah like no I, I know that if i i could like try to learn how to edit software blah 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 all that stuff but even then i know i will be bad at it so at that point it's like it's not even worth my time or my money because I, eventually i'm going to waste my time and have to pay someone to do it for me so eventually, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not oh, yeah, dumb about true. money either like i know but I'll try. I'll try to learn how to do it myself. But I'm so bad at learning. <laughs> What's one thing you tried to learn by yourself? Driving. So you <laughs> I but don't you can't know. Pay someone to. Oh well, you could pay Uber. So rather, you never learned. To, uh, you're from New York City, right? You're from. Yeah. Yeah. Proper, yeah. Right? Yeah. I never. I, so, to this day, I don't know how to fucking drive. And so you've been taking Ubers learned, this whole time. Yeah. Lyft. Okay. Or, or I mean, no, I see. This is see. This is an example. I guess maybe I always my default is to take public transportation. But okay, as Matt knows, it takes forever to get somewhere if you're taking the public yeah. tr transportation. Unless it's to like I took the LA subway system once from two very specific areas. So I went from uh -huh. Koreatown to maybe downtown LA. Yeah, that, yeah. that was one like, that you can do. Yeah, that's one you could do, and it was. You could have just walked there, Joe. Could I have? Absolutely. I I walk. Yeah. yeah Someone I, convinced I've, I've me that walk. I had to take the subway. All right. Well, this well, is nobody walks in L.A. is a thing. But you, oh. you, you know, us New Yorkers, we we can. I also like yeah, to I walk, walk everywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> do you really walk everywhere? I do. I, I, I enjoy it. Where That's did awesome. you where did what what uh, studio did you guys shoot Minx at? Where, did you shoot downtown? It looks like downtown. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we shot the pilot downtown and then we shot the rest of the show in Sun Valley. They recreated the entire set, which was crazy because it looks identical to oh. the place we shot downtown. But uh, yeah, up in Sun Valley. So how were you I had to take to... Ubers for? Well, you had to take no, Ubers because to Sun Valley and then you had to walk I... through the you had to walk through the security gate. I to Yes, yes. Yeah, but that's um, one of my favorite were... things is like. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. There were days where they where they hooked me up with a with a ride, which I was like, "Oh, that's so nice." Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, But yeah, walking through the gate, I've I've done that walk of shame many 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 (laughs) times before. (laughs) Oh, so you're for people who don't know, walking through the gate means you did not drive onto the lot. You actually walked up around the corner to the guy, and he's like, "Well, it's that fourth building up there. You don't have a car. Yeah. You have to like go walk." So, Matt, well, you've done that too. Where you? It's also like a off. weird status tiering thing when you are first. Like, if you're guest, if you're a guest star on a show or a co star on a show, like when I was co starring on shows on Warner Brothers, they would be like, "Okay, you're gonna you're gonna drive and park at it's called Gate Eight at Warner Brothers, which is like you're across the street from the studio." <laughs> Yeah. And so like you park in this giant massive parking structure and then you have to like take the stairs and get your badge from security on that side of the street. And then you walk across the street and then you have to walk through this other that specific track. lot is a nightmare. I will say. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, then, once, and then when you, okay. you kind of graduate to like getting your drive on pass when you have like whatever, some, some level of status, that's, you know, that's by design though. Right. <laughs> That is to make you feel like you need to work for it. Do you think that? I think it's also true? like limited space, you know. But yeah, right, right, right. Um, I once had a, like a general meeting on the Fox lot, and I, it was not even on. They had built or they put like um, temporary buildings somewhere. It wasn't yeah. even on the lot. You had to like oh, park. God, weird. Then walk in this poor woman. Fox has like a crazy. Building. Yeah, Fox has a parking structure that is so far away from the entrance to the lot. I used to have to park there even when I was on I was when I was on the grinder I had to do that. It was like yeah. it's the grinder like, a show you can watch now on Apple uh TV, right? Can we see you on that show? I don't know. I don't Rob know where Lowe it is. It's you Fred know, Savage. I don't think I got a single residual from it last year. So I don't know. Oh, if it's is that do they work it out for I'm so naive in that, but if it's canceled uh, it's a, it's and then a, it's it was on. a Fox show, so it should be under the um, it was a Fox show, so it should be under the Disney umbrella. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sh- that's the show that Disney Plus was really clamoring. To yeah, I here. know exactly. Like it's not going to be under your. <laughs> that's Pixar why I signed up for Disney Plus for the Grinder. Yeah, yeah, to watch the Grinder, which <laughs> yeah. was funny. It was a funny show. It's to just, watch Grinder. Yeah, yeah. It, you immediately forget shows that are not. So, um, what was your first paying gig in show business for you, Oscar? Your oh first, my god. First time you're oh. like, oh, I made a couple cash. I made a couple cash. I, I made a couple. Oh bucks. my god. Okay. My first ever gig ever that I had was a, a Trojan commercial. <laughs> Trojan condoms for people who don't use condoms and just raw dog it. Trojan or a brand of con- Trojan. We have a, a lot of, of people. Uh, we have a lot of people who raw dog it, so they might not know. <laughs> Um, or just that use, is your audience, isn't it? Raw dogs, yeah. yeah. Raw dogs. We're on the raw, raw dog, dog radio. Yeah, on, yeah. On that's what they call your f- your fans. Yeah, they're called the yeah. raw dogs. That's, yeah, yeah. that's our target demo. Is the you want <laughs> Oscar? I had hired Oscar for this web thing, and he once asked me like, "What is my ideal like celebrity 
woman or whatever. And I said, Kate upped it because I couldn't think of anything else. And he goes, you're such a frat boy and it's disgusting. <laughs> so Raw Dog is our raw. I thought of that this and morning. We haven't, and we haven't spoken that. since, Joe. We really so. haven't. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I do like all your posts. Um, uh, but yeah, frat boys, people who raw dog it. Yeah. Um, so what, did you, tro- what did you do in your, what did you do in the Trojan, Trojan commercial? commercial? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about it. So this was, okay. This was, um, the, the, the commercial is like different kind of dudes that give excuses to like not wear condoms. And I had to make out with this girl, um, mm-hmm. in the back of a, uh, 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 convertible and, uh, I, my line was something like, "If I put on a condom, we'll be late for our sh- for 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 the show or something." Yeah. It was dumb. It didn't make any sense. But oh God, the crazy thing about that is that two days prior, I had my wisdom teeth extracted. So I was like, <laughs> I had I was like busted up. My mouth was busted up. So I told her I was like, "Listen, I just had my wisdom teeth." Pulled. I'm really sorry. She was just like, what? She was just so confused. Like, thank God she was cool and nice. And like, but I, I remember the directors, there were two of them that kept being like, okay, just like make out with her harder. And I was like, I, I'm going to bust open a fucking, you know seam. what I mean? A, a <laughs> seam here. If I do that, and then you're going to have blood everywhere. And that's not going to be cute for the commercial, is it? And that actress, so, Mary Steenburgen. It was Mary Steenburgen. <laughs> <laughs> You had to explain to Mary Steenburgen why you could have put out a condom. <laughs> that would be amazing if that was the case. I once, in my early 20s, I once made out, I was like, I had the hugest crush on this girl. And we, she's like, do you want to come over and hang out? We were watching a movie. Um, and she had just gotten her wisdom teeth out. And we started making out. And her breath was, I felt so bad. We made oh, out right. anyway. But when you have wisdom <laughs> teeth out, you're, you're, the fauna and flora of your mouth is not at top yeah. optimal yeah the, yes yes the there aroma of it any, is quite... there should not be any fauna in there joe there should not be fauna in your mouth <laughs> i always, just, flora, I always yes. think that you're yeah flora yeah but fauna there's just like <laughs> there's a deer there's weed. a deer yeah. in your mouth <laughs> i was making out with the deer was, <laughs> it was the St- mary steam version of deers um <laughs> it was a gorgeous deer so so that was your first commercial that's pretty big no for a commercial like that's a pretty yeah, big yeah. brand to be in um, um I've never seen it. I mean, I've never seen, I don't know if I'm in it. I don't know if I was, I was cut. Most likely I was cut. Um, but I've, it's one of those things that you shoot and then you're just like, it's out there in the universe. Who knows? Right. Who knows where it's airing? You don't know, you know if what it I mean? exists until somebody tells you that they saw you in it. Yeah, exactly. And that was my thing was like, exists forever now it's not like things disappear and be like oh i wonder what would happen like i'm sure it's somewhere somewhere on the right. internet i mean i i up. shot this so long ago. i mean this was before i was this gonna say the internet YouTube? but that's not true <laughs> i think maybe even like no it was after youtube but also like people weren't putting up commercials on youtube you know yeah but you know what right. joe's gonna youtube it after this and if so it'll we'll put a link in the show notes <laughs> good <laughs> luck i mean I tried looking I for it one day and it was just impossible. Impossible. Yeah. I mean, um, well, they do kind of hide. They do kind of hide commercials because they don't want actors to track down the money. You know, like true. I feel true? like there was a. You know, there's there's like a. It's it's a little bit of a uh, a shady thing where as an actor, if you try to find your commercial and find out how many times it aired to sort of cross reference what you got paid, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to track. Have you down. tried that, Matt? Mm-hmm. To, yes, to I have. Track- yeah, yeah, yeah. For um for a, I, I was in a discover commercial and it was like a real 
oh yeah cash cow and i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna really make sure that i got all you know like and for, for a those short, like little short time you were the voice of the general right on the general commercials go to the general save some time you did a good job <laughs> it's like print shop clip art that was amazing I, you thank should do you. more voiceovers thank you i do yeah i i i like to throw in a, a commercial based impression every once in a while do you do impressions 800 580 no. 300 empire wow <laughs> i thought it was at empire hearing them Singer. Yeah. Well, that's just, you know, that's a uh, that's my my talent is to watch a lot of ads on TV. That's what I do. Um Oscar, do you do impressions? Sorry. I no, meant to ask you. Not at all. None? No, I, I can't like- do impressions. I can't do accents. I I sound like Dracula every time I try to do any accent. Um I guess my impression <laughs> is I can do I can do Dracula. What? Let's hear, your let's, hear yeah, let's hear Dracula. Okay, let's hear Dracula. Let's hear Dracula. Oh God! Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to do some like a Russian accent, and then yeah, it'll yeah, sound yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Um, what should I say? Um, uh, 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 uh g- give me a sentence to say. Oh, um, can you say the line you did for the um the uh the Trojan commercial? <laughs> the Trojan what did you commercial. say? I, we have to. Get I, to if the... I'll be late. If if I put on a condom, we'll be late for the we'll show. Late for the show. And it's yeah, just like, baby. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Keep going. Keep going. You could do it. You could do it. I love uh, it. Baby, we will be late to the concert. Wow. Well, that's good. I think. I think Dracula in a. I think Dracula really does perk up any sort of ad copy. Like if you were to do that, it'll definitely give you pause. You'll be like, "What the fuck? What yeah, was that choice? Why is that a choice? Yeah, why is Dracula?" <laughs> Um, so now that, now that you have some money, uh, do you feel like anything has changed for you just in terms of is life easier? Is it harder? Do you find it? Um, or yeah, yeah, do you feel like, do you feel less stress or do you feel more stress that uh, there's this thing to lose? Oh, that's a good question. Um, huh. I don't know. Like in a lot of ways I feel pretty much the same i just worry about things less like in terms of like paying rent like bills like paying sure. the bills like that's not yeah. a concern at them at the moment knock on wood yeah um that's probably been the biggest change because i when i was just sort of hustling and trying to grind it was like oh boy like i need to figure out how i'm gonna make this amount of money by the end of the month or else yeah i don't know what to do uh, that was like at the forefront of my brain for the longest time post college for a good, I don't know, six years. And then once I had financial stability, I was like, okay, oh, that's not a thing I have to worry about. Okay, cool. Great. So like, that's been the biggest change, but I don't like live extravagantly. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not like living that quote unquote lifestyle. That's, I, I don't mean, think we I see ever, all the hats on the wall behind you. We see yeah, all the hats on the wall listen let me have you either something, spend it. let me have <laughs> something matt <laughs> if you if you work at lids they give you a hat like almost like when you work at a restaurant they give you a um they give you like a shift meal you get a hat every day you work at lids. absolutely and that's how so i got all these I'm, hats. I'm not yeah oh, i'm not suggesting you worked at, at lids but i i'm just saying that if you did <laughs> you get a hat um what's the difference between like did you find a big difference in spending money between west coast and east coast yeah, I mean, I I I moved to LA because of a of a job, 
Um, and so like that sort of helped me out a lot. Um, mm. Also, I think it's like a little, just a little bit cheaper in LA than it is in New York, I find. Yeah. Um, for me anyway, in terms of just like rent is cheaper here. I mean, yeah. I'm paying less yeah. rent here than I did in, um, in New York. Uh, but it's not a noticeable margin where I'm like, oh my God, it's so cheap in LA. It's just, it's pretty comparable actually. I was just in Chicago for for a minute and that was a place where I was like, oh, I can do a lot for not that much money here. Yeah, the Midwest is, you see a noticeable Midwest South, you see a notable noticeable change in how much yeah. everything costs, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. It's I mean, you so could weird. go and you could buy a house now in the, like more space than you will ever pay, ever need in the South or in the Midwest. But, you know, it's always comparable to how much money you make too. It'd um, be great to be a millionaire and then move. That's what everybody does with Florida. But Oscar, you moved to LA with a job. And that is, yeah. I feel like that is the New York dream, right? Is like, everybody's like, yes. I'm, I'm grinding, I'm hustling. And then I'll go to LA when I get that big gig. And I feel like I knew, right. I knew hundreds of people who were like, I mean, I love New York. I'd go to LA if I had a job, you know, but I love New York. I and know. Yeah. I mean, I, everybody I was moves to LA anyways. And you yeah, got the job. I, That's awesome. But it's what so funny job? because what was the I, job you got? I worked on a show called Chem From Work for Freeform. Um, and uh, so I never, I, I've never visited LA before. I, I, oh. I didn't want to live it in LA. I was doing a bunch of stuff in New York. I was sort of just like hustling, trying to like get, have a name in the, in the New York comedy scene. And I think I was like doing that. And then I was, <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb, but when I moved to LA, I was a little annoyed. Cause I was like, ah, all that work I did in New York, I kind of have to like start over, I guess in LA or just like, I have to leave all of that trajectory mm. that I had in New York behind. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I came here, it was like a totally different vibe in a way that I was just like, Oh my God, what did I get myself into? Like, I just like, didn't know what I got myself into, but I love it now. I, I no offense, Joe, but like I couldn't even imagine living in New York right now. Well, Ooh. that's the thing. I think yeah, if you're also you're finding success and then you're like, you just change is hard. So once you change, yes. I think all of us, if it's a better environment, there's more work um, yeah. for you or you find your, your thing, uh, you grind it out. I think, yeah, I think it's probably better. I'm sure if I moved to LA, you would get used to it. And then I think, people leave cities when they have a lifestyle change, which is a job, marriage, kid, or, or any other thing that, you know, a partner, a reinvention of self, a reinvention or like after everybody realized New York's, uh, shitty when the COVID hit and you're like, I'm out of here. So, and those people haven't returned. So I think everything, how how was COVID for you over there in New York? Uh, insane. It was the worst thing. You're in your apartment, you were in your apartment all day. And then, um, you just hear sirens. I live near Mount Sinai and a couple hospitals, Oof. and then they set up like uh, a graveyard in the middle of Central Park um, to put skeletons, not COVID patients, but just skeletons um, of not COVID. They just moved them from downtown. But there's, um, but there's I, the thing about, I feel like the di- one of the differences between New York and LA for, for me is that in New York, I was You want me to hear more home. depressing stats about COVID? I'm trying to move on. I'm trying right, to just like kind of... Let's use that as a lily pad as we're a frog going across yeah, the yeah, pond. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, go we're going hippity hoppity across the pond here, Joe. Um, 
<laughs> but if you, it, it, one of the things for me, New York to LA was in New York, I was never home. Like I remember mm. I, would, I would pack, I would have my bag. Yep. My bag had everything I could need from dental dams, eight thirty condoms. Right. <laughs> it was full Jeez. with dental dams. Yeah. Matt, dental yeah. dam hobby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, constantly was like, uh, ladies. Yeah, yeah. If I put on a condom, the train's not going to be on yeah. time, babe. Uh, no, uh, H- <laughs> no HPV in my my throat tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> NSFW episode, everyone. Every NSFW, episode. I don't know why you okay? think You can listen to clean. it on your AirPods, but do not listen to it on your computer speakers in the office. Um, so... Uh, it, it, but I would have everything in there that I needed for the entire, like I'm going to be out from eight 30 until at least 11, you know, mm-hmm. like between mm-hmm. work, uh, and then mm-hmm. going to get the cheapest slice of pizza I could find to then go to the comedy theater. Like I'm going to see a show. I'm going to do an improv jam. I'm going to watch yeah. an open mic. I'm going to let, you know, like all these different things I'm going to do. And then at the and then I'm going to go get beers, hang out with people and then go home, you know? Like, and then in LA, there's a lot more time alone in your place. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. I think so also, I, like, I mean, for I, I, for you, Matt. I mean, you, you, you are straight up living that hashtag family life right now. You know, so like, oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home is home is the your sanctuary, but it's so interesting because like in new york like what is what is your home like i have no idea what i did at home i was barely there but here there's more here there's more time to luxuriate to me i don't know if if you agree with that Matt, but like yeah i feel like there's more like oh i could just like hang out in my apartment for a minute i think there's also more opportunities to hang out and just exist there Mm -hmm. we're here you are existing. Or at least given the permission that you can. Like in New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never felt oh, like yeah. I could just relax. Like I felt like if I wasn't hustling or trying to grind, I was dead like a shark. You know what I mean? If I wasn't swimming, I was dead. But in LA, it's like you were given permission to be like, just how about one day you don't do anything? And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell? That's a concept. And <laughs> I mean, that's what I do now. You two guys are on successful shows don't you think you brought that energy of grinding to la with you like you don't lose that like what you do here where you kind of have to self-promote and you have to get to know people and you you, you're an asshole in a good way like i not that either of you have done that but just that you like say what you want to do i think you two are great examples of like taking that energy and bringing it to you know a new environment because i think people who grew up in la or go to la right it's easy to kind of maybe not move as fast because of the energy mm. there too. You kind of waiting around, but here you had to start you write your own shows and do stuff. And you know, I don't know. LA, LA loves a new thing, right? LA loves new stuff. And I feel like LA loves new things from New York. So especially people. So like when you arrive and I, I'm guessing, yeah, Oscar's pointing at well me. Well said. <laughs> Excellently put Matt. That, yeah. Correct. I'm sure that like when you landed, everyone was like, Oh, look at you oh hi nice oh wow you've got such great energy oh yeah you love to you know go ahead oscar did you kind of find that when you got here yeah you know it's so weird because when i it's i mean talking about improv specifically like in new york i was you know i i wasn't doing stuff at ucb that much but i was at the pit obviously and the magnet and 
at those places, I was sort of seen as this like very silly performer, someone who's like very physical, but like in all honesty, like not someone who was like kind of taken seriously as a performer, really just, just like, I was just like there to do stuff. And then in LA, I do remember people being like, Oh, this, there's a guy from New York who like, does physical comedy when he does improv oh, that's you, you know what i mean and and that yeah, yeah. that was this like insane thing that no one ever did apparently in la and so like that was like the big thing it was like oh my god it's it's the guy who was a dancer but now was an improviser look at that you look that you know what i mean and that sort of made me stand <laughs> yeah. out amongst everyone i wasn't better than anyone else but i was just doing something slightly different than like the la sort of thing you know yeah, and, yeah uh, the, like yeah yeah the 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 like i'm a writer but i improvise yes and so exactly. i i yeah i'm gonna do very little um you know uh object work in my right improv. i'm gonna be witty <laughs> and i'm just gonna stand here yeah. and be very funny and people are gonna laugh at me you and adopt like, the style of a whoever's pop like whatever you learned so there was like a real mm-hmm. loosey-goosey style at the pit and then yes. you go there and bring that to someone else. And they're like, oh, we don't have to do it that way. I don't know. I'm sure you led the charge. of. No, I think you're I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I do remember coming in and people being like a silent scene. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Which was like insane. Yeah, it was very funny. All right. So we're going to tee up uh, your Venmo. So this is how it goes. We're going to sort of set up a Venmo that you paid or got paid from someone. Mm. Matt and I are going to do our best of guessing mm. for about a minute, and then mm-hmm. you tell us whether how close we are and what the real ah, thing is. If you don't perfect. remember who paid you or what, it doesn't really matter. What what we're looking for is just that we're guessing, and you know we'll see where, what comes out of that, because Great. we get close, but it's going to be pretty wild. Um, Matt's guesses are insane, have a lot to do with mm-hmm. um, his sexual prowess. and um, <laughs> Dental huh? dams? What? Yeah, dental dams, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Theodore charged you 18 bucks mm-hmm. for a silly boy's initiation fee, and then he sort of has an emoji with a dollar bill being cut by a saw. That's so right. Theodore, I'm not going to give his last name just for his comfort and privacy, July 14th, 2021, last summer. Silly boy's initiation fee. Matt, you want to take a stab? I have an idea. Go ahead, Joe. Have some... Okay, so silly boy's, silly boy's underground group. Um, I know... Oscar as a dancer, That's um, right. I know not only comes from a city full of history in terms of um, breaking, breaking two, um, yep. a history of of um, collaborative and performative dance. I feel like Theodore her, is an LA person that heard about um, Oscar's uh, life of dancing um, and heard about what is called the silly boys which is sort of a is a hardcore it's like a jabberwockies kind of yeah what's a jabberwocky what jabberwockies oh, no. is like a dance group <laughs> like a hip-hop <laughs> dance group they wear yeah, the learn mask. up joe come on come oh, on I, joe. I was thinking you know, of residency uh, in vegas forever yeah oh they did yeah they're, the they're okay, like incre- they're incredible dancers they're no oscar montoya but they're incredible dancers <laughs> and they they is wear like the mask. they wear masks in order to sort of so that they all kind of exist in the same way. A lot of isolation. Right, right. So so sort of taken from like a mime, almost like a, a, a Lecoque, uh, sort of like borrowing from... The like what? Uh, Lecoque, isn't that... Um, <laughs> that's in France, right? The, uh, the mime, just isolation in terms of like moving your body and... Uh, 
<laughs> keeping it sort of one part of your body isolated from the other. Boy, I love to hear Joe like, talk about art, don't you? I, no, honestly, no, no, no. I just know a lot I about it. There's a bunch of paint on this uh, <laughs> on this paper, and uh, you know, it's like shapes. It like kind of huge person shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort I of. I would uh, love to see you teach a dance paint. class, Joe. Yeah. Honestly, you don't want to see that. My wife still <laughs> talks about you dance, you and her dancing at uh Bertie's oh! wedding. She was like, "She's a dream." No one dance, no no one dances like Oscar Montoya. I said, oh, That's correct. Send her my your, love, um, Your boyfriend at the time came up and go, "Will your wife ever stop dancing with my boyfriend?" I was like, oh, <laughs> "You've lost her forever." <laughs> so the silly boys. Uh, I think we can break it down to it's a hip hop dance crew. You sort of were part of it, but now that you've sort of you know gone into the world of acting comedic acting you've sort of left it so you sort of um helped uh theodore sort of bridge the gap into getting to the group whether he got into it you tell us but um how close am i oscar on that silly boys initiation fee you are um pretty not close okay, okay. great i love that okay. cold. pretty what cold, cold. Pretty cold. <laughs> what are the silly boys what's what's silly boys so, so i mean it, it's silly boys is it's it's not a, actually what happened is it's so funny. Uh, T- Ted is his name. Theodore, like who? No one calls him Theodore. I don't know why that's his name on Venmo, but uh, Ted uh, was just recently moved to LA from New York. And of course it was the pandemic. So it was at a very ouchy time uh, mm-hmm. and was sort of struggling, like trying to figure out what to do. Um, I, met up with him to be like, Oh, let, 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 like, let's figure out a plan about like what to do, who to talk to all that stuff. Um, and he paid for my lunch and hey. dessert for that. And then he said, silly boys. But so it's, a, I guess it's a sort of misnomer because we actually had a heart to heart about, you know, LA, as we know, like it's a struggle yeah. when you first move here, especially during a pandemic. So um, we had a, there, there was no silliness to be had, but I, I think he sure. wanted to keep it light. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my the, big takeaway from that is that you had dessert at lunch. Yes. Oh, well, I have dessert for for every every meal. Well, what's your favorite dessert? <laughs> Flan? Are you Wait. kidding me? Flan. Flan. Okay. I mean, it's hard no, to no, come no, by. No, but of course. Is were it, you guys at? Did you guys go to Cafe Tropical, like where they have the? Um, oh, I no. We flan? should have. I we went to. Um, where do we go? We went to Atwater Village. There's like a really cool bar. Let me see. I'm trying to find a text. Bon Vivant? See. Yes, Bon yeah. Vivant. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Bon Vivant. He knows all. Oh, yeah. Matt has had a, you've had a cry in all those places, yeah? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had a big. <laughs> I've definitely had a cry. Someone had a, someone had a funny like were all the places they cried in New York. And I thought that was funny too. Like cry uh-huh. on the subway. Cause New York is a, is a hard place. And I'm sure. Yeah. In LA, you just cry alone in your house. And that's, that's it. You cry You're alone just in your like, apartment. So yeah. Sad. It's or in your car. Just, or in yeah, your car. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man. Ooh, man. I had a real, can I tell a cry story? Sure. So I had a uh, producer session for a pilot audition. This was probably four or five years ago. And I, felt it was one of those where like you get the audition and you're like this is this is for me this is for me and i did and a producer session is what matt just for if people uh yes for those of you at home so a lot of times your first audition is just you and a casting director a lot of times you go on camera in a room and that or this is how it used to be before covid and then you 
would if you if the casting director wants to show you to the producers they think your tape was right you then go into a room where it's like it's usually dark there's usually like two or three people sitting on a couch who are like the writers of the show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's a big group of people sometimes it's a Mm -hmm. dark room sometimes it's a bright room you can see everybody sometimes you can't and then you basically do that producer session and then if they all think you're right then they show you to the network in the studio and that's like called a screen test so So everybody knows everybody hears about screen tests because that's the thing like where you see colin farrell's audition tape or whatever and it's like that's his screen test for which role do you see colin farrell's uh, is there like a legendary oh, one, one? one of his first movies in the in the special features there was like his audition oh, and it cool. was like right. he was it's almost identical to what he did in the movie it was very good mm-hmm. um but you see those right like those are the ones that end up on youtube right um and uh but the producer session is sort of this this bridge between like a first audition that can be really casual and a really tense situation like a screen test um, and I went in, oh, this is such a bad story now. Uh, I went in for the, the producer session and I just, I had worked on this scene for hours, hours. Uh, it was like 45, it was like a 45 second scene with lots of jokes. I felt so good about it. I worked on it to, I had everything, like I knew it backwards and forwards and I got in the room, things started and something went awry in the first take and they were like just do, oh let's just uh let's do it again um like it was like something where i had i don't know, i think i had like get, given myself like a hand prop like a hat you know uh, and oh, i had a real something where like untied. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm, i had like a bit where i like pull my hat off or something mm-hmm. and toss the hat and so then i had tossed the hat and then i had to go get the hat and i got that uh, put it back and then like something went wrong the second time and then I was in my head and I couldn't remember yeah. the words. And then it just like, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And eventually they were like, thank you so much. And I was like, and I left oh. and you knew it was, I knew it was done. I knew it was over and it was not going to happen. And I got in my car and I was so, I was so mad at myself. Yeah. Like it was like rage tears, rage tears. And I was just like, how could I do that to myself? Like, how could yeah. I? like uh, uh just cr- like cr- uh, cross my circuit so poor like so much in this moment and i was i felt i felt like hopeless in that anyways 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 because you you've done it i mean that, that's the frustrating thing it's like yeah. you've done it before you've rehearsed it a bunch you know that you could do the job you know that's the yes. frustrating thing yeah. and then you just don't know oh i've been in those situations many times it's and, a weird thing you have to do that thing where you don't give a fuck but you have yeah. to be the top professional you can be. I mm-hmm. think people could relate to that. And that's a hard, I, that's a hard skill. I don't even think I'm, you know, as we're all a little older now, I, I don't even think that's something that you can master it. Some people are good at it. I feel like, but then yeah. it's really, some hard people to are like, you know how some people are good test takers, but not necessarily the best students. There's people yeah, who yeah. are just like incredible auditioners that can audition really well. Not necessarily right. the best actors or the best people for the job, but like they just have a strategy that they're like, okay, right. this is going to be successful for me. And I just haven't cracked the code. Auditions are such a nightmare for me. I am so bad at them. I have not been able to like figure those out at all. Still. Yeah, but it works for you though. I mean, you are. Um, you are I don't know. A, I don't know. It works. It works well enough that you are. You're working. It's not like you are. I guess so. I, you've seen people. 
eat shit all the time, especially <laughs> when you're like doing a just for laughs audition or something. Oh like my I god! Really, like you're just like the worst. I wrote all these bits and none of them worked, and like I fucking ate it so much. At, uh, like uh, at, in uh, the uh, where was it? Like UCB uh, when they took over the movie theater down in the East Village. Anyway, right. um, so nautical themed jacket. Um, you paid forty dollars to this person is called in the making Maribel Valdez. In the making <laughs> Maribel Valdez. <laughs> They're in the process of becoming Maribel. Oh, wow. This is layered. Maribel Valdez, it seems to me, in the process of becoming this person, they have shed what was their oceans phase. So you kind of said, I'll take this jacket because I am also going to be, um, and this my, this was on March 5th, so not that long ago. Not that and long ago. I know ago. that you're on a show, but you, you also are, you do like, uh, you you in the past have done cruise ship where you're sort of like the um, events coordinator where you go on, <laughs> you sit at the captain's table, you go around, <laughs> talk to people. So what was my official nautical, title? Um, events coordinator. Events coordinator. Events coordinator. Yeah, 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 on the ship. If you ever seen the movie Out to Sea with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, Brent Spiner, who played Data, has that job. And he, <laughs> you know, you're... You're a little bit of a hard ass. You want the dancing to be good. You want the shows to be good. But at the same time, you want people to have fun. <laughs> I think that's the big thing. Yeah. Are yeah. we having fun? Nautical themed jacket almost seems to me like it's not like a, a captain's jacket. It's almost like there's porpoises and um, <laughs> sea urchins and other right, people. Right. On the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's, just, a, it's yeah. It might even be like a jacket. Those are embroidered on the jacket. Yeah. And it might even be like a cross where it's like, I don't know. What's a fancy jacket company, Matt? Like a. I don't want to say J. Crew. That's below what Oscar Oscar would wear, but I, feel uh, like I mean, let's say Oscar De La Renta. Hello? Oscar De La Renta oh. times. They do not a collab with maybe yep. the Oceanic uh, Institute where they with Carnival collab. Cruise Lines. Carnival Cruise Lines. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar De La Renta. The people that are Carnival yeah. definitely mm-hmm. um, Oscar De La Renta people on a cruise line. <laughs> so, um, how close is that? How close were we on that? Yes. Um, how close were you? Um. Not not very close. No, I'm sorry. Okay, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell us what what why did you pay forty dollars for that? Okay, so um, this was in lieu of the Minx premiere. Um, uh huh. I so so HBO Max was like very much like, oh, we're not gonna have a premiere. Like that's not gonna happen for the show. It's whatever, blah blah blah. And then at the last minute, they're like, oh, we are gonna have a premiere. And nice. Here's uh, here's a, a list of stylists that uh, we want you to get. Blah blah blah. And I looked at the at the stylist, and I was like, ah, I'm not crazy about any of these. Um, so I got, I found uh, this amazing uh, Latinx stylist. Her name is Desiree Ramirez. She's really great. Um, and she found me this really nice Dolce and Gabbana vintage jacket from 1992 and uh but while we were she while she was fitting me there was she had her assistant with her who had her own stuff and she had a this culotte this really culotte looking uh windbreaker that i was Mm -hmm. like obsessed with and uh you're a big 90s guy right like i'm a huge oh yeah my style has not changed since 1994 it's still the same you like, um, uh, yeah. So like, um, that because what you're describing seems to me like a very much like an MTV VMAs outfit, maybe from 
Yes. Uh, the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of what the, you're going for? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Um, but uh, she had that jacket. Now she that wasn't for me. That was for another client. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I need to have this jacket. Um, and she was like, Oh well, I'm gonna give it to some like another client bought it. Uh, and I was like, How much did they pay for that? And she's like, Thirty five. And I was like, I'll give you forty for it. Wow. She's like, uh, and I was like, I know that it's not okay to do that, to poach clothes from other people, but I will give you $40. And she's like, okay. And so she gave it to me for $40 and it was great. And I love it. And the way that she styled it for me, like it wasn't for the premiere at all, but I wore it for another event. Um, and I wore a white turtleneck. There's like a Getty image of that shirt somewhere, that jacket, that whole look. Um, we'll link to it in the show. We'll notes. link to we'll it in the show it. notes. I will yeah, find yeah. it. It's fantastic. It's great. Let me see. If, I, I I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Um, but did uh, you Oscar. enjoy the experience of being styled for a premiere? I've never had that experience, and I wonder: was it enjoyable? Did you feel comfortable? Did you feel like fish out of water? How'd you feel about that? Um, I it's like weird because I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? Why? You know what I mean? It just feels so silly. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, I don't know, like, um, I always get so, like, fittings always make me nervous because I'm always, like, if things don't fit me right, like, it's my fault or something. Uh, that's uh-huh. just, like, a yeah, weird yeah, little thing yeah. that I've always had for for my entire life. Um, and so, like, you know, especially when it's, like, a red carpet sort of event, you're just, like, oh, God, this is, like, that but heightened, you know? But uh, Desiree was so incredible that she just, like, found that one outfit and then that's what we decided on and that was it so it was like no drama stress-free one outfit she found everything for me and it was you know what i mean it could have been stressful but like she knew me well enough to be like yeah i know what he's into and like she she found a great outfit it's it's so cool have either of you been to a big movie premiere maybe just to go and to go like has a have you been invited by either because you're on the show or anything that you get the opportunity to go to like I don't a know movie what's premiere. coming I out like a, a Dumbledore like a Harry Potter premiere like who goes to the premiere like the stars the crew yeah and then who else is there like do normos go like regular people I have no, I don't know actually I don't how do they fill them what are they filling there. the the man's Chinese theater with is it like or maybe it's it's people friends from and family the, I mean like people or it's probably like you know teams of the teams that make movies are giant oh that's so true. like yeah, if yeah. you bring in everybody from the credits list right or everybody gets invited you know right. then you've got pretty close to a full theater and then you have like whatever you invite guests that you think are going to bring attention to the thing right like right that's true right. that's true yeah you know Right. Haley Joe Osment. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the cast of Good Burger. The whole cast is there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, uh, Burr <laughs> Grills. Beer Grills. Um, those are the kind of people you want. Um, all right. So last one. Brett Salinas paid you $30 for Nicole Kidman's likeness. Oh I got God. an idea for this. Mm, I have mm, an idea mm, for this. Mm, Nicole yeah. Kidman famously now does a sort of welcome back to the movies video in front of AMC films. That's true. Um, Brent, uh, my guess is Brent Salinas is the director of that video. Mm. Um, Nicole Kidman famously does not, not like to do her own ADR. She does not like to do it. Is that know, true? No, I'm making that up, but I'm <laughs> assuming she's a real prima donna about it. I don't think she's going into, I mean, it's, it's, 
I would believe it. I'd believe it. She it's has a, a hard time registering. People would be like, okay, yeah, that, that yeah. could be true. She's she has a hard time registering her surprise. So her going to a, a ADR is, I think, tough. So no. you what? What? Okay, fine. You could cut that out. <laughs> All right, but um, you you actually went in and did. There's a couple moments where she does like an uh or an um just to make her feel <laughs> like she's not a robot. And I think yeah. you went in and did that. They sort of queued up when you do ADR. They time it out. You have five seconds that you have to say your word, yeah. matching up the lips to it. Yeah. ADR, of course, is adding in um, a sound and, yeah. and dialogue after the movie. And the thing uh, about Nicole Kidman, she sounds a little bit like Dracula. So yeah, they, <laughs> that is they, true. That's Especially why for this ad, <laughs> they wanted you. They wanted you to come in, and they said, "Can you please do a French accent?" <laughs> So You're that like, we can get a little Nicole Kidman uh, Dracula. Welcome sound. to the movies. Like, <laughs> like that. Yeah. They're like, we're just gonna we're gonna keep a little bit of that, and that's why you got paid such a small fee for the ADR. You got thirty dollars, not even paying for the Uber to whatever you had to go out to. This was the bank. one. This was the one project that Nicole Kidman was willing to cross the union line. For, <laughs> yeah, was the AMC Welcome Back to Wait, the Video. Is ADR non-union? Now, she must get paid. They pay additional. Well, no, she, I mean, uh, you know, her AMC, you know, who knows? Who knows? If oh, that's true. Union. I'm the, sure they the, paid the short, her with fat, you know. It probably falls under some sort of new media contract that, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's still under the funnier or Die contract where you don't get, <laughs> yeah. she gets oh a God. gift certificate or a Visa card. <laughs> uh, you're getting a Visa card for this. Um, how close were we? Uh, what was Nicole's like? What does that mean? You Nicole were like, um, spot on for that one. What? Wow. <laughs> time ever. Finally. Um, yeah, I'll also I'll just do a little addendum there that uh this was yeah, this was with someone who um okay, so I'll I'll say I'll be quite candid on the podcast. So like I I have been trying to um dating has been a real issue for, for me in, in Los Angeles. Uh I, I I'm not very successful at it. Uh I have no game whatsoever. Um I'm really bad at dating or asking people out on dates. Um, however, I did ask this guy out on a date and was, uh, and he said yes. And I was like, oh, super excited. Very, very thrilled. Um, I, I, I need to say that I, I did say like, oh, it would be nice if we hung out one day uh, again. Uh, and he was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So we went to, to see a movie. Hey. We went to see X. Um, How was it? You know, I didn't really like it. I, I, it just seems a movie that was made for me. I also auditioned for one of the characters oh, okay. in the movie and got pretty close, but uh, you know, no cigar. Um, Matt, so, do you know about this movie? I X? don't know if I do. It's a horror movie about uh, a group of people going to make a porno in the seventies, and uh, I think the the people that they rent the land from is are like you know it's sort of a throwback to a slasher movie. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's an A two four movie, so I'm assuming it had some mm-hmm. high minded uh, yeah right yeah. values to it. Um, but um, it looked interesting. It looked like an interesting. It looks like it was shot really well and, and yeah. well performed. And Britney Snow is really a oh great she's act, she's great great so in it yeah like, yeah. Um, but uh, go ahead. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I w- so we went to an AMC where you know you see the uh, Nicole Kidman thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, was, yeah. she was part of know, the experience. Yes, exactly. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Um, uh, and afterwards, <laughs> you know, we were just talking. 
about Nicole. Truly, we were just talking about Nicole. We weren't really talking about the movie at all. We both didn't like it, which uh, I've come to now realize that uh, most everyone else did like the movie. And I guess we were just outliers. Um, The only person that that you and another person who saw it, who is this guy, Matt, who I know, who is a big movie, uh, horror movie buff, like the biggest, hated it. Oh, like he just really? Did not like it. So you're. I've heard it from several people. Oh, that's people, great. And then I've heard a couple good reviews, but I don't think you're alone. That's uh, okay. Good because I. Yeah. Well, because no, I felt insane. Say, all of my friends who I respect and love loved it and looked at me like I was right, crazy, right. and I was like, "It's not that good." Uh, anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I. Uh, I, I paid for, you know, the ticket and all that oh, stuff nice um, because, you know, I was like, you know, I, I want to be, you know, a gentleman or whatever. And uh, uh, he Venmoed me back uh, the the ticket. And then, like, yeah. I think we got a snack or something. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, I got it. It's uh, it's fine. Like, I, I you know, I, it, it's a date. So it's my treat. Maybe next time you'll pay. And he's like, oh, I didn't think this was a date at all. I'm sorry oh. if I led you on or dot 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 yada yada yada. At least he was honest. I think that's a, honesty is no, good. absolutely. Yeah, I and I and I very much but respect what did he, that. What did he not? What did he think it was like? Just friends? A hangout? I guess. I guess. It could be. Yeah, 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 it could be. I mean, that's you know, that's well, uh, yeah. So, gentlemen of L.A., he's single. <laughs> that's right. He's looking, Oscar's looking, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, uh, and only gentlemen. And only gentlemen. Uh, only gentlemen. We're just, only yeah, gentlemen. We're, yes. Even yeah, though no, he no. did make out with a girl in a Trojan <laughs> commercial. Yeah. Very steamed. Yeah, but that was for money. That yeah, was for money. Right. That was for money. Yeah, yeah. You will make out with a woman for money. Yeah. Um, the classy Oscar boys come to me. Yeah. 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 Um, Oscar's been a delight talking to you. We'll let Thank you go. Thank you so much for doing it, Oscar. Oh my gosh! This thanks for amazing. having me. Oscar, what a treat. you're so fun and funny. If you please catch Oscar, it's on HBO Max. It's called Minx. It also stars my friend and ours, Lennon Parham. Who's uh, so Jake great John- on the show? Yeah, she's amazing and everything. Yeah. And then Jake Johnson from uh, New Girl, who's so funny too. Who is the lead actress? I'm so sorry that I. I oh, Ophelia Loveybond. No, it's okay. She's a huge uh, British actress. She's from the UK. Because okay. um, the, the ads and everything, she looks amazing. I mean, she the look and also her performance. Yeah, she's great. I, she's the. She was actually I like geeked out when I first met her because she was in this movie that I really like called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which. Oh, with Brian Cox? Yes, with, with Brian, Brian Cox, Cox and Emil Hirsch, yeah, yeah. but she plays the girlfriend. Uh, yeah. And that's the first thing I, I... She was also in the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is probably her biggest thing. Uh, Who is she in Guardians of the Galaxy? She plays the collector's assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, hi, I, I just want to say I'm a big fan. I loved you in Autopsy and Jane Doe. And she was like, you saw that movie? Because it's not a big, you know, it's not a big famous <laughs> movie. But she was, she was people, very touched that she, that I, you know, recognized her in that movie. People love that. Like people love it. It's a great movie. movie. Now that's a horror movie everyone needs to watch. That's going on my it. list. It's on my list. Um, Are you a horror movie person? Huh? I am, but my wife is not. And we do uh, most of our consumption together. So it's it's a hard I, thing I to, to, it's a hard needle to thread. I, I like I a horror movie that's like Night of the Creep, like a, kind of a funny Oof, creature feature. Maybe, yes. Yeah, Night of the creature creeps. feature. I am not a big fan of like a hostel or anything where people are getting tortured mm. or it's like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like human centipede. I could not sleep for months just thinking about the concept of it. So like. <laughs> so you haven't I seen the trilogy? In, no, God, I wouldn't want watch. I just wouldn't watch it. But I would watch, 
you know, like something like The Hitcher or something like that, or any yes. Stephen King. I love Stephen King. Just mm-hmm. where like, you know, even this isn't a horror movie, but Disturbia was on the other day with Shia LaBeouf was on like HB uh, some channel or whatever. And I was like, this is a great thriller. I don't know. I just a thriller, a horror, a creature feature, the thing. Those are kind of my I mm. would be down for that. But Killer anyway, Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, forget about it. Joe's got You're, a poster somewhere in his house, Killer Clowns. I, I didn't show you. I changed the posters for April Fool's Day on my son, and he lost his mind, but it's two movies no one <laughs> knows. And it was Hot to Trot with Bob Castle <laughs> and Made to Order with Ali Sheedy. And my wife's like, where'd you even get these? I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry wow. about it, honey. Yeah. Where did you eBay, get them? Very expensive. I used to find them online. I remember I had a post. I had. Um, I remember cutting out an ad when I was a kid because I was. A, I had a crush on Ali Sheedy. I hung in my of made to order, and then hot to trot. I got somewhere, but it was like it's him and a talking horse. So, anyway, on that note, Oscar, have a great rest of the day. Um, <laughs> thank it was a pleasure you so much thank for you being so much here, for Oscar. being here. Thanks for having me. God, what a delight! I just. Oscar Montoya is the best. All right. So, yeah. so let's get into our, our, our penny saver. So my penny saver is the membership, the membership to the child, uh, to like kids, good places for kids, your museums, your zoos, right? It's not buying the a la carte tickets. It's about thinking long-term and buying the year membership. Now, I understand sure. the element of privilege here because it is more money up front. But this is what I'm thinking, right? So, for example, yesterday we went to the Natural History Museum in Los Angeles. A for us to go for the day, right? Which is just the Planet of the Apes set, right? They just put the Planet of the Apes set. I think, yeah, that's what it's they, all movie related. World like, it's like Los Angeles, yeah, 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 yeah. bubble. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. Um, we uh, we went to the Natural History Museum. Going to see some dinosaur bones. But this is the thing: L.A. summers hot. You can't always be outside with your kids because they'll burn, they'll burn in the sun. So you need and you need some opportunities to go to a place that's nice and cool, got good AC, mm-hmm. place you can go around for the day. The Natural History Museum for us, we we've picked that as our horse. The um if for us to go a la carte for the day because the babies were are still free, would would have been $37, okay? Not to 15 bucks for me and Mary each. All right. $7 for uh, Roxy. Then uh, a, a year's membership, 149 for the family, right? Oh. And that then you that, should just get a membership. That 37 bucks, right? That doesn't include some of the sort of special, the oh. special exhibitions, right? They've got like a Jane Goodall um, Gorillas exhibition. Do they have a 4D a, movie theater? Do they have a 4D movie th- theater? You know what? Their movie theater is under construction, but there's. It's also the membership gets you into three different museums around LA. It then gets it's you totally into worth it. the Natural History Museum, the Tar Pits Museum, and one other one that I wasn't familiar with. Ooh, so the Tar Pits, oh, you could spend. I bet you go there like four or five times a year. The Tar Pits Museum. But this is the thing, right? You have to like, because like in a way, we were like, I don't know, let's just get the tickets, and then it's like, but you know. If we come back four times in a calendar year, once every three months, we've already we've done better, right? And mm-hmm. it just gives you something that you don't have to spend too much time planning, right? You just go, let's just go back to the Natural History Museum. The kids are never going to be bored by dinosaur bones, right? And um, 
And there's and it also takes off the pressure of having to do everything in the day. So then it becomes a thing that you can just pop down. You can be like, oh yeah, you know what? We happen to be down this way. Let's go by the Natural History Museum for an hour, go look at this exhibit that we didn't do last time. And it kind of gives us an activity, a thing to do with the kids, also a way to like not run the AC at our house and go get some AC there, sure. you know? But uh, is it convenient for you to drive from where you live? It's about 15 minutes. It's just Oh, downtown. that's nothing. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. we, got a, we got a membership where it didn't work out, and I think it's smart, is make sure that it's convenient for you to get yeah, there. Definitely. I, yeah, definitely. We got Legoland opened to. here in New York, and Legoland takes a, an hour and a half to get to, and we only went once last year. And of course, it's COVID and things like that, but uh, I think making it as convenient, like I joined uh, all the zoos. Bronx right. Zoo is only 15 minutes away, and then 15 minutes is the Central Park Zoo, which is perfect. You do it in an hour. Yeah. So... Um, I would ju- I would say if you ever get a chance, go see No Time for Nuts. It's an Ice Age short film. It's in 4D. I've seen it seven times because we go to the zoo all the time. And it's totally worth it. It's super funny. It's as funny as a short film gets. That's and great. It, no Time it for Nuts. In the theater. No Time for Nuts. It's uh, Scrat. The, the thing oh, that's yeah. And we know Scrat. Yeah. Uh, I love Ice Age. Um, but uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, no Time for Nuts. It's a 4D you could watch it on YouTube too. I think it was like a short film they made, but they turned it into like a 4D experience. Also, pro tip, uh, uh, when you have a membership somewhere, find out if they do any reciprocal memberships. This mm. is the sort of thing where uh, lots of museums get together and say, you know what? Your members can come visit our museum for free. So there's, or zoos. So sometimes you, if you have a membership to say, the Natural History Museum in Los Angeles, you might be able to get free entry to the Natural History Museum in like New York or somewhere oh. else if you're if you're visiting. So reciprocal membership is also a thing you can uh, you can like search the internet for and uh, find some real value there. All right. Well, uh, that's our show for today. Matt, take us out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Payer Request. We want to thank our guest, Oscar Montoya, one more time. Please check out Oscar on his incredible new show, Minx, on HBO Max. Um, For us, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. Our show was edited and mixed by Joe Leonardo. It was recorded by Joe and I in our bedrooms. Drop us a line at payorrequest at gmail.com if you have any personal finance tips. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.